Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can uh, for today's trading opportunities. Uh, let's get straight into it then. We'll start with, our, of course, our risk warning. Just be broadly mindful of our risk warning currently up on the screen. Good morning, everyone. Okay, so um, so all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do you enter those markets? How do you manage, uh, sorry, where do you exit? Um, how do you manage that risk? So do you work out how much your exposure is per trade? Um, do you have that, that level of um, uh, accuracy and, and kind of discipline in your approach? If not, perhaps consider adopting that. Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? So risk management and trade management are different are different things. And trading psychology as well, all very important. Not just your own psychology, but the market psychology as well. So that's what we're going to be doing now. We'll be preparing you for today's training opportunities. We'll address many of these considerations as well, not just in this session, but during our actual live trade rooms every day. And we're strong advocates of, of being consistent in your approach. Uh, accuracy, accuracy with um, accurate with uh, your the levels that you're working with, um, discipline with your capital, and of course, be patience as well. Okay, so let's start with these all important potential market moving news. So, so today now is the Tuesday, the 11th of October, of course. So yesterday, a bit of a quiet, bland kind of trading day, um, nothing nothing too significant we had a bank holiday in canada and and usa uh, and in, in the us yesterday so we're expecting a bit of a quiet trading day and that's pretty much what we got um a little bit more activity now so far today so hopefully that will um that will be useful uh, over the course of today's trading so we've got the very important boe governor um who's embarking on this uh bond buying program uh, where they're the only real major buyer of uh, UK gilts. Um, these are government bonds in, in the UK. So um, we'll see how that impacts the, the pound again today. It's probably worth um, just just sharing what's happening with the 10-year uh, the perhaps the 10-year um, so we're this is the British 10-year guilt and we had this sorry let me let me just zoom in here so we had this very very significant move to the upside uh, when the uh, when the BOE actually stepped in and uh, we, we saw these uh, bond yields come down really quite significantly. We were up as far as four point, close to 4.5. Um, we then came off quite significantly to 4.0, kind of drifted sideways for a period. And now over the course of yesterday and the day before, I'm just starting to elevate again uh, over the last few trading days. So we're up at, we're, we've basically cancelled out half of the initial drop. Uh, we're up at, 4.25 in fact we've actually extended much much higher you can see this number here that this chart is a little bit delayed 
so uh, 4.47. So we're actually pushing up to these levels up here, um, which is these new, new highs. So it just shows you that the, the impact that the central banks are trying to have in terms of spending a lot of money, billions, I think it was a three billion pound spend on the last round, it had a very kind of minimal effect. Um, and therein lies some of the concerns. So we've got elevated British 10-year gilts. And um, while we're talking about bonds, we, we also have elevated US bonds as well. The 10-year is nearly up at 4%. And if we look at the two-year, um, we're still maintaining that significant um, inversion between the two-year and the 10-year in the US, and we're up at 4.33. So um, it's the it's the elevation that that's really uh, of very significant concern now, um, and putting these markets under pressure. So that really kind of supports our, our current open trades. So if we we'll have a look at risk first, because we're getting a bit of move on the risk side. We didn't really get much to work with yesterday. Uh, as such, but we're, um, we'll have a look nonetheless. So we'll start with, with risk. Um, sorry, we will start with the S and P 500. So this basically shows us, is, is there an appetite for, um, for risk in these markets? It's a, it's a, it's kind of a, a very crude risk sentiment indicator. And broadly speaking, if, if this market sells off, then there is a risk off approach to these markets. So like today you could view sort of further risk off market dynamics in these markets as a result, like Thursday and Friday, very strong risk off days. It looks like we're going to get some continuation. Um, you look at yesterday's candlestick, this candlestick in here, um, it's very indecisive and that's very much in line with yesterday's market conditions. So if you can understand and read these markets, um, it will definitely help you moving forward. Uh, if we break below the monthly low, that would be a significant um, uh, move in this market. So breaking below the 3590, we're already technically below 3600. Um, is there more downside in these markets? Uh, yes, there is. So um, if we look at the monthly, for example, you can see that the next level down really is in around the 3400. So um, plenty more room to the downside. And there's no reason why we wouldn't get moves further lower. So we're in a similar similar situation across the board now. Um, we've got far more support in these current levels for markets like the Dow Jones. Um, so a bit of work to do it might be a short-term selling opportunity in there. Finished mildly positive yesterday, but the overall momentum, as you can see from some top left to bottom right is the momentum is very much to the downside. Um, so the the NASDAQ, uh, good morning, Jacob. Um, we'll have a quick look at the EuroCAD in just a second. Um, yesterday's indecision in markets like the, the NASDAQ, we have this little little range in here. So we're very, we're very bearish these markets. We want to go with the, the market momentum. Um, elsewhere across the indices, we'll come on to the commodities and uh, sorry, the currencies in just a second, Jacob. So I will uh, will address your question there. Um, yeah, just quite messy markets really for the for the 
for the FTSE. You can see we really bounced off the, the monthly low, previous monthly low as well. Um, we had a little bit of a bounce and now to roll over back to the downside. So it's um, there's probably better opportunities to trade really with, with, with that in mind. Um, all of these markets are, are looking like we started on a strong footing and then they've kind of pretty much rolled over. So it just depends whether these markets make new highs or whether that we do get continuation to the downside. Our biases to the downside, again, very much in line with the overall momentum. Uh, the, the Nikkei, looking negative. As you can see, we had a, a bounce off the low um, and it come back right into resistance levels. And then we got, you know, good, strong um, selling signals up at these highs here. Again, if we zoom out, there's kind of a long-term sideways moving pattern, which is one of the reasons why we've not really been in in, in the Nikkei that much this year. And um, there's just much better opportunities elsewhere. Bitcoin still under pressure, as you can see. If we break this 18,100, 18, 13,000, is the next level to the downside. So under more pressure. And this market is... is very bearish in line with markets like the US indices. So once we get that bearish move, you're likely to see something replicate uh, across Bitcoin. So nervous times for Bitcoin traders. Um, nice strong bounce in oil. This is a result of um, OPEC last uh, last week, you know, cutting supplies by uh, 200 um, barrels per day. So this is the problem we have with with oil is that we've got a, a technical move to the downside and this is pretty much a, a strong pullback uh, into strong potential resistance up here at these highs the 90 92 91 dollar and we've just rolled back over so it looks like we're going to get a bit of short-term selling coming in again but will we get another rotate moved and there's a lot of resistance up these highs as well if we just um bring this level down just a little bit you can see these levels over here strong level of potential resistance around that 92 dollar level so we can only really expect further downside um except the, the fundamentals are very kind of bullish so we will we, we'll, we'll let the market drop and we'll see if it if it turns around at these lower prices and then we get the next leg to the upside so just to be clear, we're looking for buying trades uh, in markets like oil. So a good strong move yesterday in in oil. Um, sorry, in 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 gold. Our momentum would still be to the downside. We did get down to that sixteen sixty six. So this was this was the only trade we didn't get into yesterday so we we got into a couple of other dollar trades the euro dollar and the pound dollar but we didn't actually get into to gold we didn't want to add uh too many uh, dollar correlated trades and of course this was the one that actually moved the most in the end so a uh, bit of a missed opportunity with that one okay so let's let's go in and have a look at the dollar then we'll see where we're at so we're in a bit of profit in this euro dollar trade but it's very slow moving sort of grinding as long as we're making lower highs and lower lows we're, 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 we'd be comfortable uh staying <laughs> staying in this trade um so indices indices lower 
um, dollar higher for now, really. Um, the dollar, the pound dollar, sorry, um, taking, we, we've just made a new leg to the downside now. So we want to kind of try and stick with this trade if we possibly can. Yesterday didn't really do a huge amount. And now we are technically below yesterday's low. So perhaps a decent sell trade. Maybe we just look for, let's call, let's call some of these levels out. Okay. So, um, pound dollar to the downside below the 110, 110, 19. Um, 96, 18. Okay. So quite a bearish uh, euro. And this might lead, lend itself to um, to the Eurocad, um, uh, Jacob. So um, we've got a, a strong. So this is this is the thing about about currencies. The whole objective is to trade strength versus weakness. So you can do a bit of analysis against markets like the dollar. So you can see how the dollar is performing against the CAD, um, and it's really quite weak. And we're getting a bit of softening across uh, oil markets as well. And, and um, the Canadian dollar is a commodity currency. So it's influenced by the, the, the relative price of, of, um, of oil. So do bear that in mind. But as you can see, strong weakness against the dollar, but also the euro dollar um, is quite weak against the dollar as well. So if you're looking at the euro CAD, and I haven't even seen the chart yet, you can do some analysis against the dollar and you can see that actually the CAD is probably is probably weaker than the dollar than the euro today. So you've got two weak currencies against one strong currency and that should defeat the purpose of, of that particular trade. Um, now the CAD looks to be slightly weaker than the euro. So maybe there's a, a small buy trade in the euro CAD, for example. Now let's have a let's have a quick look because I've not even looked at the chart. That's just going off how they're performing against the US dollar. I've got the EuroCAD in here. Um, so let's get this up. So let's have a look at this EuroCAD. So um, I don't know what you're looking to do with it. Are you looking to buy it? Are you looking to sell it? Um, so look, you can see the congestion here. We'll take swing highs, swing lows. You don't need to be kind of too accurate, really. Um, we can see that the, these markets have have elements to them. It's, it's quite choppy price action. And you can see the, the euro strength that we've seen you know, a couple of weeks back, and then we've pulled back into this strong support. And now it looks like we're going to get some short-term upside. So this goes back to the analysis against the dollar where the euro is is less weaker than the, than the CAD. So although this is a buying trade, the euro CAD to the upside, um, the, the exact entry would have been around the 133.87. So we're a little bit above that. But if we get a pullback, you might look to, 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 to get into it. 
The other problem technically you have with this is you have almost a double top up here. So you've pushed to the upside. Let's mark this level up here. Um, you pull back into these support levels, which is fine. You've attempted to make a new low and failed. And then you, you get a, a market that kind of struggles to close below these levels. Um, you know, we don't really get below this level. We open and push above it. Um, so actually, it's it's one of these. Um, it's kind of a lack of clarity, and the problem is you, you often get that when you're trading two weak currencies with each other, and you also get it when you're trading two strong currencies with each other. So you're looking for that that marginal or that relative strength and weakness. So you've got you've got this. You've got this bull flag pattern so really you could get another move to the upside off the back of kind of this analysis um except we've got a there's there's a couple of complications with the trade because you've got a you've actually got um a market which has created uh, a structural failure trade to the downside so it does it does put a bit of a question mark over the trade the only thing I would suggest, which is really one of the reasons why we focus more so on the dollar recently, is, is that the, the dollar has by far been the strongest currency out there. So we're looking for um, to trade a dollar against most of these markets, actually. So um, it, it's certainly not a, not a trade that we would be getting into. And, and we kind of generally, generally focus on sort of 15, 16 markets really across the board. We look for the best opportunities in those markets which is why we narrow it down to, you know, a bit of a, a trade plan, so to speak. Um, but there's there's nothing wrong with actually trying to trade it. And uh, I don't know what direction you're looking to trade that market, but you can see that there's the potential for some some further upside in the EuroCAD. Good stuff. Oh, listen, my pleasure. Um, so dollar yen, we did actually get up to the 14588 level. That's pretty much where these highs are. We're waiting for this um, yen uh, intervention to kick in. It just hasn't done so yet. This was the initial yen intervention where they started to buy large amounts of the yen. And since then, it looks like we're just making new, new and new highs. So um, a little bit more needed there. And this is the strength we're seeing across the dollar. Um, you're seeing the the move over the last week, which is really why the dollar is probably the only trade we need to be looking at. Seriously, we've made new highs, so the dollar CAD. Um, dollar CAD to the upside above the one thirty eight seventy one thirty eight thirty seven. We'll have a look at the dollar CAD for sure. The Aussie dollar was just switch rooms now, guys. Some really strong selling, as you can see. Um, some further momentum to the downside here. Um, Aussie dollar. Looking below the 62.74, which is yesterday's low in the Aussie. And you can see a break below the monthly low as well for the New Zealand dollar now. Fifty-five, forty-five. 
New Zealand dollar to the downside. So um, let's have a look elsewhere. Potential euro strength. This is so yesterday was a bit of negativity for the euro. Today it looks like there's a bit more strength. We've got some geopolitical factors as well, which are going to impact the, the euro. Um, certainly a bit of a bit of pound weakness. So we're still in the, the euro yen. We had to put up with a bit of a sideways move for most of yesterday. That That's fine because of the volatility in the trade. Um, we still probably expect further downside from here. Perhaps here's perhaps the move beginning to kick in on the pound yen. So it looks like there's a bit more of a more weakness in the pound. Um, 160.47. Okay, so potentially quite a few opportunities to have a look at today now. Uh, gold. You see, if the if the if OPEC hadn't of um, you know announced a, a two million barrel per day supply cut, we, we'd probably be in this trade below ninety dollars. Um, the problem is the fundamentals are still quite bullish, so we'd probably get a corrective move and maybe an opportunity to get in at a lower price. Um, yeah, let's have a look at the S&P to the downside below the 35.90 and maybe we add, yeah, the NASDAQ below yesterday's low, the 10,820, right. Let's go with that. There's a lot to be working with there, guys. In fact, there's probably too much. Too much. Um, okay, so we'll amend our trade plan. We'll post it into the chat box and we'll let you guys go. So very clearly, market summary for the day is we we are trading risk off market conditions. That's fine. Um, right, we can now delete all of this stuff. So let's go with um, S&P 500. I'm looking to sell below 35.90. Okay. That's that sell. Ten thousand eight twenty, ten thousand eight two zero. Right now we're getting into the currency markets. So so below. Oh, that's the pound, isn't it? Right, we'll put the euro pound, uh, sorry, the euro dollar. 
entered. So it's quite strong now, but it could easily turn back over to the downside. Uh, 90, 96, 80. below um, 160.47 level. So a bit of a focus on the pound and um, we might do two of these commodity currencies. So Hard to stop this juggernaut of, of a US dollar, uh, 62.74. And uh, we might actually, with the negativity in the in the oil markets, we might look at a dollar CAD buy trade above 138.37, 138.37. Okay, slightly more trades than we normally like to look at, but we'll, we'll certainly keep an eye on, on all of these. So I'll post this into the chat box, guys. We'll switch rooms um, just to give you a bit of a, a breakdown. Um, our market summary is very clearly risk-off market conditions. We are looking to sell the S&P 500 below the 35.90. We're looking to sell the NASDAQ below the 10,820. We're looking to sell the pound dollar below the 1019 level we're looking to sell the pound yen below the 160.47 we're also looking to see if we get that further rollover trade in the euro dollar below the 9680 uh, looking to sell the aussie cad sorry the aussie dollar should i say uh, below the, the, the 62.74 and the dollar cad to the upside above the 138.27 138.37 excuse me so that's our trade plan for the day, guys. Um, we hope you uh, you can benefit from it. We're obviously trading these markets live now. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them. But uh, do feel free to join us. We, we trade these markets live every day at 8 a.m. Um, and again at 12.45 for the U.S. trading sessions. So for about an hour and a half into those open trading sessions, we uh, we certainly look to see if we can capitalize on some good opportunities during during that that very, those very important market opens. Uh, do feel free to join us if you wish. Uh, for more information, just go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com, uh, and you can speak to us there. Great stuff, guys. On that note, take care. Um, good morning to you, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.